0: Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. All right, let's open up in prayer today. Father, we are just so grateful as Ben and the band have led us in worship. Father, we live in a world today we're not sure what's going on every week, but we know that you are the rock that we stand on. We know that we have a, a foundation that cannot be shaken. Lord, may you take your word today in the time that we live in to know that we are confident in your truth, we are calm in your truth, and Lord, whatever we're dealing with, whatever we're going to face this week, you We'll fight those battles in Jesus' name. Amen. I want you to turn your Bibles to uh, 1 Timothy chapter 4. 1 Timothy chapter 4. You know, I was going to start a series on angels today, but, um, you know, so much happens in our society that I keep going back to this one article I read probably a couple years ago, and it said... Three-fourths of churches in America today do not speak on the end times. Three-fourths of churches. Actually, I think it was more than that. I think it was two-thirds. So, that being said, and every now and then, about every six or seven weeks, I feel like there's so much that goes on in society, we've got to turn and, and refocus and see where we're at. What I mean by refocus, and the Bible talks about what we're going to look at today, about spiritual focus in these latter times. We we are living, uh, don't confuse or don't think that we're there. We are actually living at the end of the end. Uh, people don't want to admit, they don't want to think that kind of maybe scares them a bit where we have confidence in the Lord. But we have to stay focused that this is where we're at. It gives us a different perspective on everything that we deal with. A couple years ago, I was uh, doing some research on on our attention span and the article was talking about, if you remember this, where I said that the average person has, the average adult has the attention span of a goldfish. Now, if you don't know what the attention span of a goldfish is, it's seven seconds. (laughs) We have that attention span. And what the Lord is wanting us to do in the world that we live in today is to know that when all these things are happening around us is not only to stay focused, but stay focused spiritually. Because we're going to get hit from every angle, the secular world, the religious world, all the things that are happening Daniel says that things are going to go so fast in the end times, you will not be able to keep up with it. And that is so true. What we have in our society as far as knowledge, what, what new knowledge that comes across us every day about 50 years ago, I get this, used to take, think about this, used to take a 100 years what we can learn in one day. In other words, you can't keep up with it. All the new knowledge that comes in years ago, it it would take a 100 years and all of a sudden to have that kind of new knowledge, it takes one day today. We can't keep up with everything that's going on, but what we can is have such, if you have a spiritual focus, everything else in your life you'll be able to work through. Might ha- not have the problem fixed right away, but what do we have to watch out for? God tells us in his word what we need to be careful with, and in, especially in these latter times. Look at 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. Now the spirit, in other words, the spirit that you have in your life, the Holy Spirit is going to speak to you in a great way, expressively, in other words, Very focused, he's going to say to you that in latter times, some will depart from the faith. Why? Why are so many people walking away from church, from the Lord, from what they used to believe? Why is that? They're giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, and who are they? Well, they speak lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. In other words, there's no conviction in their life. They're going to do whatever they can to, to create their religion for their gain. I, I, You know, this is my profession, so I can hit on it a little bit. I was watching a, a television, I'm not even going to say the name, I was watching a television evangelist this week and I even, I didn't even know how to say this, but anyway, so he's, he's in front of a he's probably the most well-known television vanish, and I believe he's not the Lord, and I'm not going to give his name, but he he says he's 80 years old now, and he still has dark, his hair is still brown to this day because, and he tells everybody to do this, because I I put my hands on my head, and I speak to my hair every day, and it stays dark. I'm telling you, it's there. All you got to do is pull up. And he has everybody that's out there, they start putting their hands on their head and speaking to their hair. I'm like, what? I'm like, no wonder nobody wants to listen to people today when it talks about, because the average person today thinks that's what you are and that's what I am. Game for themselves. That's why the Lord says one day when all these religious leaders come to him at the end of time, When their time is up, Lord, Lord, we did all these things in your name. He says, depart from me. I never knew you. In other words, you are a stranger to me. What we need to be aware of, so you and I, you you might know what I'm talking about. That's all good. But you know what? The person that that you work with or that's your family member or someone that you know, they don't have a clue. They've not been raised in church. They They don't have a clue what's going on today. And because of that, that we're seeing what's taking place. And I want you to be careful to know this, what's being lied to about today, what religious people are telling us today, that the Spirit tells you in your spirit, God's spirit, the Holy Spirit is telling you in these days, be careful for these doctrines of demon. Here's what it is. Here's what's happening. Well, you can go ahead and believe, but it's called deconstructionism today. In other words, you can take what you Kind of believe, but then you can throw anything you want to what you feel is okay, what you believe is right. You know, it's amazed to me how many, and we're seeing it happen in, in a lot in our contemporary Christian music artists. How many of them were so strong for the Lord, and now I've read so many articles and hear their, their, them talk lately about what they believe in now compared to what they used to believe, and how far away they are from the Lord. And I'm like, wait a minute. I thought you used to give your testimony here, and now you believe this? And, you know, I always say to myself, you know, isn't it convenient? Now that they're worth millions of dollars, now they believe something different. But this, this is what's happening. So the influence that they're having is, is we have to be careful because they're influencing us, people that we know. Be careful. It's doctrines. The Holy Spirit speaks so strongly about it. It's actually a doctrine of a demon that you and I, if we're not careful, are going to be pulled into because we are actually going to get confused if there's somebody that we really trusted in their testimony, and all of a sudden they start to believe, wait a minute, where are they coming from? It's confusing. But it's not confusing if you stay grounded in God's word. Because God tells us it's going to happen. It never ceases to amaze me what I hear and where we're at. And I thought, no, this can't be happening. A couple things. Did you? Did you? Uh, well, let me let me just read the article. What is the number six six six? Okay, if you know anything about that, we all know it has to. Even a lot of people in society today. Believers or unbelievers know it has to do with the end times, know it has to do with the mark of the beast, the tribulation. You can't buy or sell without it. Well, wait a minute, the newest thing in the major magazine actually is saying something different today. What is the 666, the actual angel number? What, what is it was actually saying? Well, this person in a major art, uh, magazine across the United States says that that number, actually today now, is being related. To self-love, balance, and refocusing. That, it was in a major magazine this week and it goes on further to say and talks about how overall that number 666 is actually positive overall. Now this is what's being and I thought how how can that that get through at the end of time? Watch, watch how you'll start to see this number now because all the devil does is set people up with the doctrines of demon further down the road so they will believe a lie. Why are we at that place in our society? Is because no one knows much about God's word today. Our kids don't know. Adults don't, no, no, well, just let everybody do what they want to do. It's all right. You know what has gotten the world into trouble today? Why we see the world is so dark today is because we've let everybody do whatever they want to do. That's why we're, that's where we're at. They, they believe that these doctrines of demons and those that are, those that are actually speaking them and that are so fluid in what they say and so believable, they've been seared with their, their conscience is seared can't get to them anymore. Those are those false prophets. They are in it for one reason, themselves and gain in their own life. God wants you and I to be aware. You say, Dallas, this message, you know, it might not be for you. You know what? It might not be for you. But it's for the person that you love, that you know, that's being swept out to see when all the things that they're hearing today that they're going to believe. XM Radio, if you have that or you know of it, not too long ago, a station was dedicated specifically to that number. The station for all these songs that they had on was 666. It was the actual station for a while. See how it's slowly getting in, and if we're not careful and we don't know the truth, uh, we're going to be in trouble. And if we're not in trouble, somebody that we know is going to be. God is telling us something so important, what we're living in. Well, let's continue. Look in Matthew chapter 24 when it comes to deception and where we're at in our society. And how that you and I have to be so focused, not on the world, but where you are spiritually. Because if not, we're going to be in trouble. And we're going to get confused. God tells us in Matthew 24, Jesus is getting ready to leave this world. Disciples asked, Lord, we know you're going. We wish you were not going, but we know you have to go. And we want to be there with you someday. But as we're here, how are we going to be able to see where we're headed? And Jesus tells them something very important in, in Matthew 24, 4. Jesus answered and said to them, take heed that no one deceives you. Who is he talking to? He's talking to you. He's talking to me. He's talking to disciples. He's talking to people that believe in him. That don't don't go along with what the world is saying. Because if, if you start to, you will be confused. And... You'll be destroyed in your life. And if it's not you that will be destroyed, someone that you love will. Don't be deceived. And he, and he goes on. Let's, let's go further what he says. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. Just talked about that. And you will hear wars and rumors of wars. That's right where we're at today in our world. See that you are not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines, pestilence, earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. In other words, the birth pangs that we're actually seeing right now in the world that we're living in. And then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you. And you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And they will be offended and will betray one another and will hate one another. Be hated in this nation, be hated in the world, and, and people be offended. You, you probably saw this in the news this last week, the largest mall in the United States, Mall of America. A guy was wearing a T-shirt that said, Jesus saves. The, the, um, I guess you want to say the mall security guard came up to him and said, listen, you're going to have to take that, you're going to have to take that shirt off because too many people are offended in the mall. Not Islam, not Muhammad, not any Hindu saying, but Jesus saves. Man, if we don't realize what we're living in, not only the world that we're living in, but to know what you have is real, it's true. That's convicting. That's why people don't want to see that. Because in Ecclesiastics, God tells us in his word, God has placed eternity in the hearts everyone. That's the hope that you and I have when we talk to people about Jesus. Goes on further to say, and many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. We see that happening, what I was just talking about. And because of lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. Because of lawlessness will abound. You know, as I shared a couple weeks ago, I have the highest respect for our police officers and and, there's something that's on YouTube, it's on TikTok, it's on YouTube Shorts, and what it is is that there'll be somebody on a sidewalk and I don't like this because they're taunting our police. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but they're standing on a sidewalk and they're they're purposely just videotaping any building. And a police officer comes up and says, Hey, you, you really shouldn't be here doing it. Hey, right, what's your badge number? What is it? well I have every right to do this, and He's not doing anything. He's just trying to cause problems is all the guy is doing. And it's, it's happening more and more. And I'm thinking, he's taking that police officer office of somewhere, somehow could be on a, on a call to help somebody. And that police officer has to be out there talking to this, this idiot. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say idiot. But this guy <laughs> is out there. I just said it, so I'll say idiot. All right, he did, so I'm sorry. But what are we living in? What are we living in when people don't have, first of all, anything better to do than that? And they're taking off an officer off of what he has to be putting his life on the line every day. And they're doing something like this just to taunt them. I I don't understand why. Why? What is happening? There is a disrespect for authority in our society today. You see it with our teachers. I, I don't know how a teacher does it today. With how disrespectful young people are. Why is this all happening? Because we are living in the latter times. See, there, there should be a, a motivation when you hear all this to, where what you have is right, what you know is real and true, and to say so focused spiritually... Because where we're at in society, whatever the problems that we have, whatever we're going through, if we look to Jesus and look up and know that our redemption is coming soon, it makes our problems a whole less, well, we can take a deep breath. Because even though the problems are not what that goes, we know the Lord's coming back soon. Now, we say in our church, we want the Lord to wait because we want more people to be saved. But at the same time, know where we're at. Know that you only have a certain amount of time to reach people and to know, as the scripture tells us, we want to endure to the end, as verse 14 tells us, because we want to see the gospel presented. Why are we all still here? Our focus as a believer is to build our life spiritually, to help our mate, our family, our kids, our grandkids. And reach other people for heaven. That's why we're still here. Our focus has to be that. Our life goes by so fast. And if we can actually stay focused spiritually and not be caught up with what has happened and what all these different things in religion that we can believe in, stay focused on what is true and real and know God's word. And yes, some people won't like what you're saying because it's convicting them. I was talking to someone I was very close with, and I was sharing with them. You don't have to go out and knock, beat, knock on doors and do all the things that maybe that you used to hear years ago in order to be the right kind of person, the, to reach people. God tells us today, all you got to do is have a smile on your face, have a warmth in your heart, and be ready to give an answer for the hope that is in you. Pastor Ernie and I were somewhere the other day, and we took quite a while. Was, we were there for a couple hours, and we walk out. And I said, Ernie, I said, did you, did you see for the, the whole two hours this guy was a business thing? The whole two hours we were doing this guy. This guy did not smile one time, not once. I'm thinking, you know, isn't it a sad place we are in society All you got to do to be a testimony today is just <laughs> smile at somebody. That's how bad our society is. What God is telling us today, time is short. Stay focused. Know that you're on the right track. Know what you have is real, that is true. God still has you here to reach other people. The joy that you can have in your family, by staying focused spiritually, there's no greater joy. No matter what the devil tries to do in your mind or knock you off your path in this life, if you and I see Jesus... In everything that we do, he calms us. Just as those words are read. Let not your heart be troubled. Let's close with this verse. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 25. So important. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. As the manner of some is, you know, every time I drive by a high school on Sunday morning and, a, and so many of the sports are on Sunday morning, you know how much I enjoy sports and the whole thing, and I talk about, hey, you got a tournament every now and then once a year, or a couple times a you year, your kid has a tournament. I get that. Every Sunday, though, every Sunday, the day of worship, every Sunday, there's a wrestling tournament that, that when I drive by this high school at 9 o'clock in the morning and I drive back, back, past it again at 2, everybody's still there. On Sunday, every week, not only is it God's day of worship, how tired are those kids when they go to school the next day? God meant it to be a certain way, the day of rest, the day that we worship, and he puts everything together. But if we flip it, no matter how of a great athlete your son or daughter is, it won't stop them from getting drunk with all those kids in high school when they're a senior or whatever it is, it's not strong enough. You're not strong enough. Only God's word that has been sown in their heart and Sunday school through you at home by praying with them through the devotions that you have and the time that they have here I say it every week. I, I, I so speak with conviction, and we see all the things that the, the virus did, and so many people have dropped out of church. So many churches have closed up. So many have got out of the habit. I'm telling you, if you're watching today or even here, how important it is that, yes, you might do other things, but this has to know in your family that this takes priority. God takes priority. If God takes priority, then this is authority in their life. And when this is authority in their life, they're going to listen to what you have to say even though you might not think they're listening because the Holy Spirit will convict them. Listen, and I want to give you this, this, such a truth as we close it. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. Why? So much more as you see the day approaching. Everything I just said, and I could say a whole lot more, as the day approaches, let me close with this. I listen to Joe Rogan on and off quite a bit on on whether it's on YouTube or is on Spotify now, and so the number one podcaster, uh, millions of people listen to him every week. So he's interviewing a former CIA officer. It's just last week, I believe he's retired. I don't know how many years, a lot of years in the CIA. And Joe asked him this question. He said, I got a question for you. He said, If you could do it all over again in the CIA and everything, if you could do it all over again, what would you do different? <laughs> I couldn't believe the answer. He looked at Joe. I don't think Joe was ready for this answer. He said, You know what, Joe? I'd have raised my kids in church. Wow. Joe was stunned. <laughs> I was stunned sitting there listening to one of the most powerful people that protect our country saying Joe if I had to do all over again the one thing that I would have done different I would have raised my kids when they were little in church it's because they're on a group of people that believe what they believe there's consistency on who and what they're believing in I would have raised them in church. Still have time. Say, hey Dallas, I don't, it's too convicting. I missed it. some of my kids. You know what? Maybe you have grandkids. Get it there. Still sow the seed. While the time is running out, do whatever we can, ever we can, as we see the day approaching that we stay focused spiritually. And the way God does that, it's not complicated. A few minutes every day in his word or listening to a message on the way to work, opening his word up, talking to someone about it, and doing your best a few times a month to be here. And watch the difference spoken from a man, not from me, saying, Joe, if I had to do all over again, I would have raised my kids in church. Let's pray. As our heads are bowed today, what is the hope that we always, always give here at City Church? The opportunity that we always want to share and give is that's Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. So many people watch and listen now on our apps Social media, Facebook, everything, live, all this. So I, I always, always want to give this opportunity as you're listening. <clears throat> that spiritual focus, God has had you listen today. He's placed eternity in your heart to know that, that you can have heaven as your home. Because God tells us, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, it's anybody. For whosoever shall call upon a name of the Lord shall be saved for eternity. Heaven. Shaddos, what do I have to do? Well, by faith, would you just pray with me right now? Pray these words. Jesus, I don't understand everything, but I believe that you are God's son and that he sent you into this world to die for all of my sins Jesus I believe you lived a perfect life for me and you put yourself upon that cross and you shed your blood for me and right now by faith Jesus I ask you to come into my heart to save me to forgive me for all of my sins. From this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. Jesus, we thank you for those that have accepted you or the airways or wherever they might be. And Father, right now, is we always, always, always give that opportunity the invitation. If someone's here, may a friend being a friend or a family member has been leads us today is this invitation song, and we'll give you the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on the cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, CityChurchAC. Or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services. And we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, You'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.